do not get stuck on the trend train. It is so easy to just be like, look, what's trending? All right, I'll do that. And if you want to be the leader, if you want to be the go-to product in your industry, right, you can't just keep relying on copying and doing what other people are doing in your own way. So that's the first thing. I'm all for trends, but, you know, just doing trends, that's not a strategy. Hi, and welcome to the Bright Minds of E-Commerce podcast. I'm Dana, founder of Bright Red Marketing. And after helping so many businesses in the e-commerce space over the years, including helping two clients hit huge milestones this year, one having their first million dollar year and the second their first two million dollar year, I wanted to bring you the best experts in e-commerce stories from Australia straight to you. If you're wanting relatable stories and actionable advice, you're in the right place. Want help with your Facebook and Instagram ads? Remember, you can always book in a free strategy session at brightredmarketing.com.au forward slash free dash strategy dash session. We'll run through your ads, see what's working and what's not, and no sales pitch, I promise. Unless, of course, you ask what it's like to work with us. On today's episode, we're joined by Alicia from The Social Impact. Welcome, Alicia. Thank you so much for having me. Very excited. <laughs> so good to have you. So let's let's just jump straight into it. Why do you think Reels are so important for e-commerce businesses these days? Look, we have been dealing with Reels for years, and this is what people don't realize. They think it's new. They think it's fresh. You know, they think it's, hey, TikTok came out and then Instagram jumped on it, which technically, yes, you're right. But Reels is just video marketing. And we've been watching ads and, you know, businesses promote themselves with video for years. And Reels, the reason why it is so important is it's short video marketing. And now that everyone has 50 million places to be at once, if you can get in, with your message and get out, you're going to be so much more effective. Yeah, I love that. So what makes a good reel? Yeah, good question. So look, when it comes to reels and specifically when you are sharing and showcasing your product, it is so important because, you know, I love to say when it does come come to, you know, e-commerce brands, you have so much potential. You could have you in it. You could have your product in it. You could have both. You could have a influencer or a blogger or an ambassador. So there is so much potential that a lot of other businesses who don't have a product don't have the, you know, flexibility. So that's to be my face. That's it. That's all I've got. Exactly. (laughs) Our, Our face is the product. But when you have a product that you can showcase, there's so much you can do. So if you are sharing reels with just the product, it's really important to understand that your reels need to have a little bit more, right? Because when someone's face is in a reel, we can't help it. We showcase emotion. We move, our body moves, our face moves, our eyes, everything moves. And that's how people can read us, understand the emotion, understand the feeling. So when it does come down to product reels, I really like to... Look, my secret power, the secret sauce when it comes to product reels, I call them hybrid product reels, right? If you're just, and we're just going off the products, so if you're listening and you're like, I don't want to show my face, I don't want to dance, I don't want to point, don't worry, don't worry, you're in a great place. So uh, showcasing your product, my sort of idea of what a really great hybrid reel looks like is you're just combining two different types. So in those first three seconds, something is scroll stopping something shocks your audience something moves something jumps maybe it's a transition maybe it is you know maybe it is text right really you know attention grabbing text 
that you're using to hook your audience in. So in order to have a really great reel, you need to grab somebody's attention in those first three seconds. The other part of a really good reel is to ensure that you're leading your audience somewhere else. If you just create a reel, if you take, you know, an hour, two hours, however long you want to create that for, and then you don't do anything with it, you're not helping your business, right? And so I have business owners then come to me and they say, Alicia, you know, I've tried reels, but it doesn't help my business. It's not sending them to my website. And I go and look and it's this cute reel or it's this, you know, interesting reel and then nothing. It starts again, right? If that's the case, people are just going to scroll onto the next reel. They don't, it seems like common sense that, oh, well, I'm a business, so obviously I want you to go buy my products. But unless we tell them to, people aren't going to do a next step. So, look, I think I've just gone off on 50 different tangents. Fantastic. (laughs) We love the tangents. But to really summarize that, right, in order what you need for a really great reel is to have something that hooks them in in the first three seconds and then something that gives them the next step. I love that. I think that's so helpful and so practical. You know how in traditional like content marketing there were pillars and they were like you need to have this, you need to have that, and like you can alternate between those. Do you find that still applies to reels? So definitely for, you know, if it's if you're beginning, right? If you might be, you know, that beginner to intermediate level when it comes to reels, what I like to say there is focus on four different types, right? So we've got our educational right? The, the hacks, the tips, the tutorials, the how-tos, right? We've got our shareable, right? The relatable stuff. That's the ones that people will be like, oh my gosh, tag my mom. Oh my gosh, tag my girlfriend. We were talking about this yesterday, right? That's the stuff that people can relate to. It's the funny reels, the voiceovers. They're the ones that are most likely to go viral. The third type is the storytelling. That's the before and afters. The, you know, this, uh, this customer came to me, their skin was you know, super sensitive, super dry. They didn't feel confident without makeup. But now since using our product, right, the stories, whether it's you, your customers, or your brand story. And then finally, the promotional reels. And that's where you are promoting what's unique about your products, what's unique about your brand, how to buy from you, a special, a sale, you know, a lead magnet to get them onto your email list. So those are the four types, educational, relatable storytelling and promotional. So if you're starting out with reels and you're saying, okay, Alicia, I am posting two reels a week, right? And that's another big question that comes up a lot. How many reels should I be posting a week? So when it comes down to how many, right, this is where I like to sort of break it down. So the first thing, 30-day reels challenges, posting every day. There's people out there and they say you got to do it. If you can't maintain it, if you can do one month and you're like, woohoo, I post it every day. And then the next month you're like, I'm never posting a reel again. I'm burnt. I'm tired. I'm done. I am done. I don't want that for you. So instead, it's a case of how many reels do you think you can consistently post per week? Right? If it's one, great. If it's two, great. Right? But let's make it consistent. So for a lot of business owners, the idea of creating two is a really great place to start. And so if you're doing that, right, over two weeks, you'll be posting four reels. If my maths is right, pretty sure it is. Very basic. Good work, Alicia. But if you're posting four reels over two weeks, you can have a reel that ticks off each of those subjects, each of those types of reels that we just spoke about. 
So one week you could have an educational and a promotional. The following week you could have a relatable and a storytelling. And then that way you have a really nice balance and you're not just falling into the trap of doing one type, which is another big sort of area that I see a lot of business owners. They're posting reels and they're saying, what am I doing wrong? I'm like, well, you've not got the right balance. You know, you've got all the funny reels, but people don't actually know how to buy from you. Or what you sell. (laughs) Yeah, spot on, spot on. Yeah. So you've touched on a little bit in terms of you don't have to do the dancing videos. Do you, for product-based businesses, still recommend showing your face, doing the dancing videos, having a bit of fun with it? Or is there kind of like a, a middle ground that has your face but doesn't involve dancing, which I know terrifies a lot of people, myself included? (laughs) <laughs> no, it's a really good question. And I think anyone who comes along and looks at me on the gram and my reels, they're like, she dances. So that means <laughs> I've got to dance. And I'm always saying, look, like it's about showcasing your brand, right? And for me, I have, if you can't tell, describe me a little bit like a Duracell bunny, right? Like I go and go and go <laughs> until I've got no battery left and then I'll recharge and then I'll go and go and go again, right? I'm not a dancer. I say I'm a boogier. I just move. My body moves. And that's how I showcase my energy. And that's me, my brand. So if you are not the type of person that would get up and just have a boogie, don't. It's all about feeling, you know, feeling aligned with what you're doing. And for some, you know, I have a product-based business owner who we actually do reels. We create the reels for her. And we've been working with her for a bit of maybe 18 months now. And for privacy reasons, she can't be in front of the reels. She can't have her face in reels. So instead, yes, we showcase the products, right? But what I recommend, if you are a, you know, hands down, never happening for whatever reason, right? It might be privacy. It might be that you are, you know, you're 45 and your target customer is 16 and you're like well my face in front of the brand isn't going to connect with who I'm trying to target so if for whatever reason you're you're not able to be in front of the reels then we can we can look towards ambassadors we can look at towards you know influencers or bloggers or creators so definitely in answers to your question you don't have to dance you don't even have to be in front of the camera but definitely if there is a face in front of the brand you're going to get a lot more success with that because people can actually, you know, they can connect the face, they can relate, they can connect, and that's going to be a lot more effective for you. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I think that's something that a lot of people do struggle with is to just think, I have to dance, I don't want to dance, reels aren't for me. And, yes, you know, seeing your content is amazing and I love it, but I had the same reaction. I was like, I don't want to dance. But then you see the clients that you work with and those sorts of things and you're like, they're not dancing in that. They're just doing cool yes. stuff. Yeah. So it's good to know that there are all different options. For those that are listening that are like, yep, cool, I want to do my two, do you have any sort of tips or strategies on how to actually create that content if they're not super comfortable with the camera? Yeah, awesome. So, look, big, big place to start is I I actually share one once every week sort of, don't quote me on that, but about once every week, I do share on my profile a product reel. And so definitely what I would say is go have a look at some of those and you can get some ideas. None of those have my face, like it's a product reel for a client. And so none of those have my face or a client's face in them. So if you want to get started and showcase your products without a face, definitely say, go look at some of those. You'll get some great ideas because, you know, you can have a, you know, a low ticket item. 
You could have a really, really high ticket item. You know, I've worked with custom engagement rings. And so they've got, you know, their pieces are a lot of money in comparison to one of my clients who, you know, it might be $5 for their product. So the big, big thing here is that regardless of how, you know, high ticket, low ticket, whatever, you can just showcase the product. And if you want some inspiration of how to start, there's some great places there. Some different reels that I like to tick off for a product-based business is I love having the pack this order with me, right? And you don't even necessarily need to show your face. It can just be your hands. It can just be, you know, from the back, right? Time-lapse of you packing the orders. And that social proof of, hey, people are actually buying your products. And that always makes me want to go buy. I'm like, maybe she'll pack my That's the There's one real there. I also, also love stop motion reels and they can seem really hard. A lot of people are like, oh, I don't, cannot do that. But they are so easy because all stop motion reels are is you taking an amount of photos, right? Like photo, snap, 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 snap. And in moments, you can have them put in, right? You can bring them into your editing app. I prefer in short. And you bring them in, reduce the length of them right, to about one second, and all of a sudden you've got a movie, right? That's actually what videos are, right? When people say, what is 50 FPS per, you know, what is 30 FPS? Videos are just lots of different photos put together to make movement. And so that's what a stop motion reel is. So I love stop motion for product-based businesses because you can give your products feeling, emotion, you know, you can make your products dance without the hands involved. Very true. Very clever. I think I think we recommend with clients and stuff as well and for people learning Facebook ads is to create a swipe file. If you see something that you love, save it, keep it for inspiration down the track. So I think everyone go save all of Alicia's videos. <laughs> Every single one of them. Just save, save it, them. share it, like it, love it. <laughs> Fantastic. Are hashtags still relevant on Reels? Such a good question. So look, I've definitely tested this a lot. And what I say to clients is they're like the cherry on top, right? They're nice to have, but they're definitely not something that you need to stress over. I know that Instagram came out and they were sort of saying, you know, you should only be posting using this many hashtags, right? And I've tested, I've experimented, and I really can't see the difference of using less. The most important thing is that you're relevant. You're specific and relevant. So, you know, if you've got a photo of a dog, don't go hashtag love. Don't hashtag cute, you know. Let's get a little bit more specific. And the other big thing as well is it's actually more important that you're using keywords on your reels and in your captions. So my big prediction, I've been waiting for this for a while and, you know, look, it's going to be a big update, a big change for Instagram, but I've already seen it happen with TikTok from the start. So based on that, it's only a matter of time before Instagram picks this up. What it is, is pretty much on TikTok, their algorithm, right? Their set of rules, their, you know, their computering systems. It's so technical. It's so developed that they can pick up the text, what's actually on the TikTok, the video right? So you don't need a caption. You don't need hashtags. And they could be sending, you know, women in business or Melbourne business owners or, you know, plant lovers to you based on what's actually on the TikTok, on the video. And that's what I predict Instagram Reels to at some stage come to. They've already become a lot more, you know, um, like their searchability based on the words you're using in captions is already a lot better 
So this is only going to become more and more important. So instead of getting too focused and concerned about hashtags, I definitely focus on using keywords that will help you and your brand to be discovered on Instagram. That's fantastic advice because I know so many people get so caught up in it and just to know that is, I think, kind of relieving for people that they don't have just one less thing to stress about. Put a cute hashtag in there that's relevant and go about your business. You mentioned TikTok. What are your thoughts on TikTok and how do you think the content differs? What do you think about people posting the same thing on both? Let's let's have a quick chat about TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. So look, I've definitely been on TikTok and had a bit of fun with it and everything. But the big, big thing with TikTok is the lifespan of your content is a lot shorter. And I like I, I like it for me. I like it for my clients, right? You're busy as it is. And so I want the content to do the work for you, right? I like to create it so that not only do you become best friends with the algorithm, but you actually have an employee that you're not paying and that's Instagram. Right, Instagram's doing work for you when you're asleep. So that's why I much prefer Reels because I've seen for clients three months later, their Reels have taken off. Their Reels have seen great success. Whereas TikTok, you know, when I was starting to look into it and I spoke to some TikTok experts, they're saying, yep, you know, to get started, definitely eight per day. And I'm like, what? Time for that. (laughs) What? Sorry, I've, I've I've got somewhat of a life, you know. Come on. And that's the big thing there. For me, I'm like, you know, there are so many TikToks being posted and the lifespan of it, you know, you put all this effort and time and love into something. And then so the quality is actually lowered because of it. So they're focusing on quantity rather than quality. And on Instagram, they're really prioritizing original content, you know, and that's what I love and stand for, the stuff that's going to actually create an impact further than just today and tomorrow but weeks in advance as well yeah i love that do you think it's okay to post your reels directly to tiktok so look it's i would definitely say go for it if you are time poor which let's be honest a lot of us are definitely go for it but what i would say there is figure out where your you know the majority of your dream buyer is you know if you've got people and they're already buying from you on instagram Don't then go and create the content on TikTok and then repurpose it to Instagram. Prioritize creating it for the platform that is your priority and then you can go and repurpose it to wherever. But definitely, definitely, I know for a fact that Instagram is like even me saying the TT word. I'm not saying it, but (laughs) I know that Instagram hates things being repurposed and they're making it harder and harder for you to bring along something from TikTok um, and bring it onto Instagram. So <laughs> that's what I would say there. <laughs> Fantastic. And there you go. People, people, they are listening. <laughs> We've known this for a while. I know you've shared so many tips already, but do you have any more tips on content creation for the busy business owner? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So yeah, let me, I'll give you some quick fire tips. Alicia, to the point, cut the fluff. First things first is do not get stuck on the trend train it is so easy to just be like look what's trending all right i'll do that and if you want to be the leader if you want to be the go-to product in your industry right you can't just keep relying on copying and doing what other people are doing in your own way so that's the first thing i i'm all for trends but you know just doing trends that's not a strategy so that's the first thing there second thing when it comes to reels is you know create a base Create like a base sort of of content, right? 
So people get really worked up on I've got to create, I've got to create, I've got to create. Change that story in your mind to documenting your journey so that that way you have a folder in your camera roll of, oh, that time that I just took a time lapse because I was packing an order. Oh, that time that I took a time lapse or a video, you know, whilst I was pouring my coffee. That way it makes your job a whole lot easier and you've got any time that you're not feeling like being in front of the camera or you're like, oh, what do I post? You've got this folder of content that you've documented along your journey. And tip number three, I don't know if you asked for three, but we'll go getting ready. <laughs> number three, for product-based businesses, you don't have to have fancy equipment, right? Especially, especially when you're using reels, don't try to, you know, get fancy videographers because people connect with, they connect with that quality that looks authentic. You know, as soon as someone sees that higher end, higher end video quality, they then think, oh, here's an ad next, right? So your superpower actually is with it not being super perfect, okay? Definitely, you know, when it comes to products, we need that aesthetic. We need that, you know, shop front. Still needs to look, you know, great. But clothes in the background, if the kids have made a mess, you know, like it doesn't have to always be perfect because sometimes that's your superpower. People can connect and relate to that better. So good. And it's the thing I see so many people doing wrong on TikTok, especially. I'm still new to Reels, but they make these beautiful ads and then pop them on TikTok. And it's this, this does not belong here. So I think it's good for people to know that it it is that authenticity and that realism that people really resonate with. I think that's fantastic. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I'm going to give one more, one okay. more. But if you're creating content with Reels, repurpose it for ads repurpose it for Pinterest like yes. far out oh, <laughs> oh my, my god yes we just found out one of our clients has been running reels and didn't tell us we were like why <laughs> we, oh we can use these on your ads they're amazing so yes no I 10 out of 10 agree with you on that one especially if you've got influencers and things doing them for you that stuff is ad gold yes and can I ask you a question because I've got my own opinion on this but I would love your thoughts on the topic of reels so Recently, Reels have created the option that you can now boost or promote your Reel, right? The very nice, easy way for business owners to, you know, spend more money to meta. So I would love to know because a lot of business owners are like, right, I can now run ads and just by clicking this button, all right? I have my opinion and I think it's probably going to be very similar. <laughs> you can see my face. No one else can see my face. <laughs> Look, anytime Facebook or Instagram ask you to boost anything, it is a waste of money. The day that you can use those reels as is in the ads manager, 10 out of 10, promote the hell out of them. What we've done with clients, because obviously you can't export the reels out with sound, is just pick the reels that the sound is irrelevant to the content of the video and then run them as ads because most people don't watch ads with video anyway. Oh, sorry, with sound anyway. So it doesn't make that much of a difference in an ad, whereas reels everyone listens to with sound. So yeah, that boost button is just Facebook making a money grab in my opinion. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you very much for clarifying. We're on the same page. <laughs> No, I saw that today because I posted a reel for the first time in a very long time. I'm going to follow your strategy after this. And I saw that and I was like, ooh, that, that's Facebook making a money grab. But I'm excited to see it because it will mean that eventually those will be available in the ads manager like a normal yeah. ad. Yeah. And that will be a very good. Do you have, I know we've done lots of threes, but mm -hmm. maybe do two, maybe do four. Yeah. Your top tips for e-commerce businesses. 
Yes, love it. Okay, so definitely, first of all, humanize your brand. I feel like a lot of e-commerce businesses, especially when they're starting up, they feel like they have to, you know, be this front of us. You know, we've got a team. We've, you know, they think I don't want people to know I'm a small business owner. I don't want people to know it's just me from my home. That's actually your superpower. Whatever you feel vulnerable about, whatever you feel, you know, I've got to protect, I've got to, you know, put up this front, that professional, chances are that is actually your superpower that you're holding yourself back from. So that's the first one. You know, I now these days, I look for brands, I look for products where I can see the owner, where I can see some face that I connect it to. Second thing here is, oh my goodness, user-generated content, like far out. It is just absolute fire these days. It's authentic. It's real. You can use it for reels. You can use it for ads. You can use it for anything. So really finding ways to incentivize your audience to create the content for you. So, and it is possible. I love getting products. I don't have too many products online, but I love my products and they've got, you know, these incentives and I'm like, that makes me want to, you know, post a photo, post a story. Wow. That's worked well. So definitely, definitely when it comes to using, you know, getting content for reels, getting reels in general, expanding your reach, being more effective with user-generated content 100%. 1,000% agree with you. It's phenomenal yes. for ads as well. Yes. And look, you know, I've, I've got a few clients who have actually gone to, you know, they've gone to ad specialists and things like that. That's not me. Not that. I'm not that. This is why we're good together. But, you know, they've come back and they've said, oh, do you like we need? They've said we want they want user generated content. I'm like, well, you know, we've got our content that we've created for reels and stuff, but I would love user generated content too. And I so, have it too. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's really for any type of marketing, any point of it is going to be really effective to have that user generated content. Amazing. Do you think we've missed anything before we ask the last couple of little questions? Oh, look, when I'm falling asleep at night tonight, I'm going to definitely be like. <laughs> Look, at this moment, I reckon we're pretty far. If I've missed anything, please come and slide on into my DMs, send me a message. <laughs> if not, we'll, if we work out we've missed a lot, we'll do a follow-up as- episode in a couple absolutely. of months when everything's changed and the algorithms decide to do something different. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Part two. Fantastic. Do you have any strategies or habits that you follow each day to help you stay in track in business? Big, big thing for me is that I've put a, I've put a limit on Instagram per day, that's been absolutely essential far out because you do, you just scroll and scroll and scroll. So what I like to say now is showing up on the app, on Instagram, on socials, wherever it is with purpose. So now I'm sort of like, right, I'm going to do a bit of scrolling. I'm going to set aside, I'm going to put an alarm on and I'm going to scroll, whether it be TikTok, whether it be Instagram, wherever it might be to find some audios, to find some inspo. And then I'm going to save that in my notes and the next time I'm available to shoot reels, whether it may be in front of it, whether it's products, whatever, I already have that research. I already have that prepped and ready to go. So that's a big, big part that, you know, it's kind of like batch creating. I've kind of fallen a little bit away from batch creating. So anyone wondering what is this? It's when you, you know, create multiple reels or multiple pieces of content at once. And it got to a point where I was like, yeah, that's batch creating, 12 reels in one day. We love that, right? But then they didn't just end up in the graveyard, the reels draft graveyard, and I would never post them. So they, at the moment, yeah. I've, that's so good. It's not, it's not <laughs> a good place. But so now these days, I like to sort of take it one week at a time. Things are fast paced, fast moving. And so 
once a week, I like to sort of do a bit of a scroll, find some audios I love, come up with some ideas and then have that allocated time where I'm actually going to make them happen. And then that way I've got the next week of content ready to go. And that's been so effective for my time. Fantastic. Do you have a favorite podcast? Oh my goodness. Do I? Look, I look my, it's not very related to business actually. You know, <laughs> definitely favorite podcast at the moment. It does change all the time. But um, uh, at the moment, I, I, Audible should be a podcast. Can I just say? Audible is the best. Far <laughs> out. Um, but I am loving Nightmare Fuels with It's A Lot podcast. It's entertaining as all. So good. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. I love it. Yeah. And before we wrap up, tell us a little bit about the social impact and how people can find you. Yes. So you can come and find me on the gram. You can find me at thesocialimpact.co. Send me a DM or better yet, share a story wherever you're listening right now and tag us both, right? Tag Dana, tag myself where you're listening. You might be on a walk, drinking a cocktail, coffee, whatever it is. But, and then, you know, if we do want to take a step and, you know, the best thing right now, and I'm actually going to give this to Dana and you can put it in the show notes below, is I... I ran a story challenge back in April and it was incredible. It is incredible. I love reels, but when it comes to Instagram stories, I've got a bit of magic there too. So I ran this challenge and what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a link down and that way, anyone listening, you've got to the end of this episode. So congratulations. And then that way they can jump on in and get that for free. So that's, that's something there. And it's five days, five prompts. You get them by email each day. And it's pretty much, I have found the secret sauce and so what I've done is I've literally stepped it out for you. So story one, post and say this. Story two, post and say that. Story three. And I'm just one of my, I'm doing another one soon and someone messaged me today. They're like, I'm already in. I sold out all my products on the last one. So I was like, okay, okay, let's do it. <laughs> so I'll get that for you as well. That would be amazing. Thank you. And if people want to work with you, what sort of capacity does that happen in? Yeah. So look, we do have our reels management and that's best if you're like, okay, I've listened to this, I get it. I understand it. I don't want to do it. So <laughs> then you can just literally handball it to us and we can create, post, create your custom strategy for reels for you. And then alternatively, if you want to learn, we got that. I've got my Insta product Academy, which is there are no ads. I do not know ads. So this is why, again, we are a dynamic little duo but that is really for the one-stop shop for product-based business owners for instagram you will learn product reels specifically you will learn you know all the user-generated content strategies story strategies everything is in there that you need and it's lifetime access so that way if there's updates i'll come back and give it to you rather than you needing to join another course or another thing Amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining us. You've shared so much actual, practical, actionable tips. Hopefully everyone took lots of notes, but thank you for joining <laughs> us. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Bright Lines of E-commerce podcast. As always, you'll find the show notes at brightredmarketing.com.au forward slash episode 34. Thanks for listening. <laughs>